This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Today's sponsor is Audible.com. Audible.com is my favorite place to go get audiobooks, and audiobooks are my favorite way to learn about business and life and self-improvement and just to relax. I often listen to novels. I've listened to some classic novels, such as The Count of Monte Cristo, great book. Also, biographies on great leaders, history. It's amazing. Audible.com. I love it. I have way too many books to even count. Well over 100 at this point. And the book I recommend today is Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey talks about how he grew his business from a card table in the living room to a massive company with over 500 employees and how he continues that today. And as he says, it's lessons learned. I think he's from the, from the trenches. He knows what he's doing because of making the mistakes and going through the hard way and learning and building up from the ground up. And of course, if you'd like a free copy of Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey, you can go to audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B. That's audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B and get a free 30-day trial where you get one audiobook and two Audible originals, which you can keep forever. And then you also get access to their listening library. And this is only $14.95 a month afterwards. There is no commitment. You can cancel at any time and you still keep your books. It's amazing. I've built up a great, huge library doing this. Go check it out, audible.com forward slash bootstrap. And that's with the capital B. Now, let's get into this. Today, I'm going to be talking about discounting your items and pricing for discounts. Now, some people don't ever want to give discounts because they want to get all the money they can all at once up front. And there's something to that, but it shouldn't be the only thing that you need to consider. You don't want to discount everything and you don't want to close a sale with a discount every single time. That can become a problem. If every single customer you talk to asks for a discount and you always give a discount to every customer, that can be a problem. And I've also noticed that oftentimes when a customer keeps pushing on price, pushing on price, pushing on price, you're not going to get the job. You're going to waste a lot of money with that and or the ones that have stiffed me on paying, they always asked for a discount and then they didn't even pay. I gave them a huge discount and then they didn't pay. So, yeah, it can be a warning sign. Now, sure, if a customer does ask for a discount and you think it's a fair thing, then that's fine. Dave Ramsey says ask for discounts. You should ask for discounts. But as a business person, you need to not rely on using discounts to make every single sell. Ever so often, depending on the client, you might do that. Now, in order to have some wiggle room and make money if you're offering any discount, You need to price your stuff 
high enough so that if you give a percentage of a discount, you don't lose that much money. For example, if you have a product that you're selling for $100, including taxes. Okay, now here in Norway, taxes are pretty high. Sales tax is 25%. So let's just, or 20, yeah, 25%. Or 25, yeah. And so with a $100 sales price, you make $80. So you sell it for 80, you add tax, it's $100. Anyway, point being is my cost in that is usually around $20. So of the $100, 20% is my direct cost. So, and that's my actual material cost. I then add in extra money for overhead. I've talked about pricing, making sure you price for overheads. So operations cost. Then I have some money in there to keep in the business, to keep the business floating. And then some money comes out for my pocket for profit. And I usually wind up between 20 and 30% from that actually as profit. Now, when I price that, I on average, this is my, my own personal thing, I try to price four to five times my base cost. Now, the reason I do that is, A, I do believe my product is valuable at that price plus some. I give more in value than I take in money. So I do believe there's the value for that because there's the intangible value of my work, of the personalization, all the other stuff I do without charging. For example, all my clients get a free consultation. I don't charge for that to develop their balloons. So I do a lot of stuff for that money. However... The reason I do it four times my cost is because that also gives me about a 10 to 20% wiggle room for a discount. If I do that, I still will make some money. So I have some room in there for a discount. Some people only do 50% or two times their cost. Fine. It's up to you what you do. But the higher price you can charge, that is a fair price market price then you can get a have some room wiggle room to give discounts when needed now where are some good places and good times to give a discount well you can do a discount when you do a special sell you can do a sell on an item on a product on a service a particular one for a particular time you advertise it you promote it you get it out on social media you put it up on your web page and you do that to increase traffic. Increased traffic leads to increased sales. Increased sales can lead to increased sales targets being hit. And you can also develop strong relations with your clients. Now, I would say definitely do discounts as an occasional thing, not as a consistent thing. And it's very tempting. I know I've been there. My wife has given me a hard time about it. Saying, Isaiah, you're too nice to be in business. You keep giving people discounts. You keep helping them out. Yeah, I I tend to lean that way because I do want to give as much value as I can and really take care of people. But there's there's a limit to that. And you need to make sure that when you're in business, you're making money so you can feed your family too. Because there's no point in giving so many discounts and taking care of some, everyone else so that you're not making any money that you go under and then you lose your business and then you can't serve them anyway. So you have to be careful how you 
play with discounts. You got to use them wisely. You have that as a tool, but use it as a tool you use on occasion, not always. So when you do a discount, you make sure there's a really good reason to do it. One great way to do it is to use it to clear out old inventory. Inventory costs you money. And I know that in Norway and in the States, your inventory is considered part of your business profit, even though you haven't used it. So when you buy inventory and it sits in the warehouse or sits in your office or wherever it is, and it's not being used, when you buy that, you can't write that off until you sell it. You're not making any money on it, and it counts towards your total profitability. So example, my total I am taxed on my total profits plus my inventory is included in the total sales profit. If I have a loss in inventory, it goes down. If I have a gain in inventory, it goes up. Because I buy the inventory, I get the tax write-off on the purchase of inventory. So I already get a write-off on that. And then it sits in my in my office until I sell it. And since I already get a write-off on it one year, if it sits in my office for more than a year, it's sitting there and it's basically eating money. I don't get a write-off for it and I haven't sold it. So therefore, I've got money tied up in inventory that i got to get rid of. And with balloons and other people, you might have products that do expire. Balloons do expire. Balloons can and will go bad. They are an green product. Believe it or not, people don't believe it, but they are green. They do biodegrade and they do go bad. So if I don't rotate my inventory quickly enough, yeah, it takes a while because they're sealed and whatnot, but I got to clear out old inventory. And a great way to clear out inventory, of course, is a inventory liquidation cell, some sort of special cell where you are trying to clear out as much of your inventory as possible to get bring in new inventory or just to clear it out before years end for taxes purposes, etc. So again, a strategic use of a discount of a sale in order to drive customers, bring it, get rid of old inventory, etc. Now, there is another type of discount that I give, and I do give a permanent discount to some people, and that goes into another subject which I started looking into, and it's very deep, and that's called a strategic relationship. Strategic relationships will be another podcast here very soon. I'm researching it. But just a tip of the iceberg here, you can give discounts to people that build a trust-based strategic relationship. And in my case, I am a balloon artist. I work in the event industry. And there's been some conversation just recently up, which is what is the subject brought this up, is should I give a discount to an event planner? Or an event planning company? And there's various answers. No, my price is my price. They can have it or not. Yes. Some people said, well, they're going to make money off of me. I don't want them making money off of me. So they can take my money and they can add their surcharge onto it, whatever. And there's this kind of discussion going down. Now, in my opinion, and how I do it is, if an event planner uses my services, the first time, no discount. 
But if they come back and they start working with me and become a strategic partner with me where we're working together, where they're using me for a lot of events because they bring me back again and again and again, then I give them a small discount. Then the more they use me, I give them a bigger discount until I have a kind of a set limit on the discount they get. Now, the reason I give a company like an event planner a pretty hefty discount and keep it that way every single time is a few few reasons. But the first main reason is if they are selling my product on my behalf, then anyone who sells my product for me deserves a commission. They're selling my product, therefore they deserve to make some money, which I think that's completely fair. If you sell my product and you make me money, you deserve a piece of the pie. As I always talk about, I'm all about providing value. I'm all about taking care of people. And if somebody is helping you by selling your product for you, then they deserve a commission. And the nice thing is they only get paid when they sell your product. So you don't have to pay a salesperson full-time. You don't have to do taxes on that. If you had a full-time salesperson, even a paid commissioned salesperson, you have to do all the taxes and employment. You have to follow employment law. You have to call them. You have to be in constant touch with them. It's a lot of work. But if a company loves my product, keeps selling my product, and all I do is give them a little discount, and I still keep getting money from them, I think that's an amazing deal. And if that company makes money from me because I give them a discount, that even helps them out. That makes it a better relationship with me. And it works out really, really well. And that's a strategic discount with a strategic partner. And we work together all the time. Matter of fact, I think I talked about the whole working for exposure on another podcast. This is the one company that I will do exposure work for. Why? Because when I've done exposure, which is one time for this company. That is, if you're not sure what what working for exposure is, before I continue, that is providing your product or service for free in hopes that you will be able to advertise enough of your product that you make a sale from that event. And there's a time and place for that. But oftentimes, it's just people who are too broke to pay or just too stingy to actually pay for your product or service. They just don't want to pay you. So... That's another whole subject. You can go look it up on my past podcast. And I might actually deal with that again because it's something that comes up all the time, especially in the service industry. Anyway, this company that I've worked with a lot here in Norway, they actually asked me to come do an event, and they said they would cover my costs, which is amazing, if I did the rest for free. So they covered my employee's pay. They covered my payroll. They covered my food my for me and my employee, our lunch, our dinner, and all the, all the products. They paid for all the balloons, all the stuff I used. They paid for all of that, and I didn't charge them anything else. I didn't make any money on the deal. But the event was to show off to all their clients what type of services I can do so that they could book me for further events, and it paid off. Some of those clients then requested my services 
that they paid me for, and I got paid. Because I built up a very strong trust relationship with these guys. And these are the same guys, by the way, since I was talking about getting paid, they actually get an invoice and they have a credit time. I give them a credit, a 20-day payment terms on invoice. They don't pay right away. We work together very, very well. We've built up this partnership. And I'm going to talk about that in another podcast, other ways you can do that. But a big part of that is because I do give them a discount because I plan into it, so I still make money. and it helps them sell for me. Another reason to pay for discounts like that is, plan for discounts, is when you hire people. If you hire a person on commission, then you can make that person's commission equal to a discounted price. What do I mean by that? So say that you hire a person and you hire them on a straight commission fee and you hire them on a 10% commission on everything they sell. So they sell for $1,000, they make $100. They sell for $2,000, they make $200. Pretty straightforward, right? Now, if you're pricing so that if they sell for $1,000, you make 50 bucks then that's bad. So say say you make a sell $1,000. You do it by yourself. Your profit on there is, say, $150. Then you have a salesperson do it. You get them 10%. They make $100. You make $50 off of that. That's not giving yourself enough wiggle room to even hire somebody for commission. So when you price... And price for discounts, that also gives you room to hire somebody to sell for you. You can hire a commissioned salesperson and give them a percentage that they can go have when they make a sale. And that percentage doesn't hurt your bottom line because you've already planned in a discount for that amount. Now, of course, you can give discounts on top of that, run sales for the salesperson to run. But you got to have some wiggle room so you're still making money. Now, the one exception to this is if you're doing a loss leader of some sort. And what is a loss leader? A loss leader is when you're selling something at a loss or at cost, you're not making any money on it, in order to get people in the door in hopes that they buy so much more extra stuff, it more than makes up for the loss leader. For example... In the States, Costco sells their uh, big hot dog menu with the Coke and hot dog, big hot dog, all beef hot dog. And and I can't remember. It's been a while since I've had one. Now I'm getting hungry. But they sell that at a very low cost, and they very rarely raise the price on it, even though it costs them money to sell it. But the reason they do that is people will go into Costco just to buy the hot dog and to buy the hot dog, you have to go around and look in, and you likely buy more than just the hot dog. Also, a casino in Nevada, a little tiny place, is famous for this off what they call the awful, awful burger. It's awfully big and awfully good. It's a hamburger, a big hamburger cooked to order, a full pound of fries and a drink, and it's only like $5, and they only very rarely raise it up. And they do that because 
people go in for the hamburger and they walk out and they stop by the slot machine and they spend a lot more money on the slot machine. That's a lost leader. When you sell something for more than it costs, for less than it costs, I'm sorry, it's when you sell something at a loss, you sell it for less than it costs you, so you lose money on every item, but it drives enough traffic to to compensate for that. That's loss leader. That's another thing you can discount. You can have a loss leader where you don't make any money on the product, but it can drive sales in to your business or to your store or to your website, whatever, driving traffic. So that is the one time you don't need to consider cost as highly is when you know you're going to lose money on it, but you make a lot of money in the long run. So those are some reasons to discount how to add in money to cover the discounts. You want to make sure that on average, you're making an average percentage profit taking home. You need to average at least 30% profit over cost just to cover overheads, just in general. So you need to make sure you have room for discounts. You got to make sure across the board. Now, sometimes you can have something that's a low price item with a large margin. For example, batteries at a Radio Shack, high margin item that's still low cost. You can discount those big. You can have things that have a lower margin that you don't discount as often. It's all that good stuff. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll have to cover margin a little bit in that mix on another podcast. But long story short, when you discount, you keep it rare, you keep it special, keep it for solid relationships that make you money, and use it as a tool to increase your cash flow, to increase your traffic. Use it as a tool. Don't use it as a closing item on a sale because odds are if you close a sale with a discount, you're going to hurt yourself in the process. Anyway, y'all have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.athoz.com or atheoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.